Viter and Chesman Daflama Bays picking up on Daflama Bays by a brand new Mishnah. We're going to set up the case here, and that is again Ruven and Shimon brothers are married to Rachel and Leah, sisters. Ruven to Rachel, Shimon to Leah. So the case is files. Two brothers met two sisters. So man, one of them ends up dying. Let's say Ruven ends up dying now. Rachel is going to be usher to Shimon. Why? Because of a chosisha. But then Leah dies. Oh, so Leah dies, and Rachel is no longer chosisha. However, Harizu Asura Lavo Lamis still Leah is going to be Asura Shimon forever, always, and no way is a why. Halvanesa love Shach is because in fact, since she was Asura him for a moment at the time of Rachel's death, therefore. Of Ruvain's death, I'm sorry. Rachel becomes the status of Aishas Ach, as if Ruvain and Rachel had had kids. And therefore, it's going to be Usser forever. Says the Gemara, Pshita, Pshita, what you talking about? Obviously, right? We know this, and we saw in a Mishnah on Daf Lamed that discussed the case of Ruvain and Shimon and Levi. Ruvain and Shimon are married to sisters, and Ruvain died. And since Shimon is married to the sister, Rachel falls to Leah. Then Shimon's wife dies. And then Leah, Levi dies. So, Rachel now falls to Shimon again. But this time there's no sister anymore since Leah died. Since she was also done when Ruvain died, she remains that way forever. So why do we teach this again by our Mishnah with two brothers? Right? In Davlamid, there were three, and here there are two, but it's the same din. Pshita, hashto mahasim over there, the lo mitchia, midachia, mihai basilagamre, amart lo. If by the case, so Rachel is still zakik to the family since Levi is around, and still she's usher to Shimon forever, as though she had kids already with Ruvain, then certainly, what's going to be the case? And certainly by a case where she's already out of the family because there are only two brothers in total, one who died and now falls to the second one who can't have what to do with her, she'll be Asadim forever. In that case, of course it's going to be out entirely. So what exactly is the point? What do you come and teach me? Says the Gemara, it's a very good point, it's a very good point. Tanaha, we still have enough Lamed also, what we're about to say. Tanaha, Tanaburesha. This second Mishnah was actually taught first. And Veha Chazya Latera Visharia Vahadr Chazya Lisura. So it really was that the second Mishnah was taught first. And the Havamina was that since she was Midchia Mihaibi Salagamre, she was totally knocked out because there's no other brothers. That's why she's Asid Shimon forever. However, if there was a third brother named Levi, and now she wasn't Midcha Mihaibi Salagamre, then maybe if Shimon's wife, Rachel's sister, actually ended up dying, and then Levi died, Shimon would actually be allowed to marry Rachel right now. I, and, and then, what ended, however, what ended up happening is, is after some thought, the Tana said that this is incorrect, and even where she wasn't i.e. the Mishnah with three brothers, she would still be us to the Shimon forever, since in the world of Rashi, the words of Rashi, because the fact that uh, to him, we weren't able to say at the time of the Fila that Yavama Yavala, the Chaviva, 
And like we saw this a few days ago in the Flamid, and since it was more Chaviv, therefore he was Maktim this Mishnah. Why is it more Chaviv? Mishum, the Chiddush who says Rashi, because the Chiddush, and we didn't go ahead and we didn't get rid of the other Mishnah. So he taught the Mishnah first. Now the second Mishnah isn't necessary to even teach altogether that we don't get rid of Mishnahis, so we hold on to it. Tanu Rabbanana. We're about to see a Brysa, Brysa number one. And then we're going to see another Brysa, Brysa number two, which is simply going to go against it. And then we're going to answer it up. So Brysa number one says, what if you have Shimon who's married to Leah, Reuven and Shimon, and Shimon's married to Leah, and he breaks the law and he marries Rachel. So Reuven dies, and now Shimon marries Rachel, who's Leah's sister, and who was married to Shimon's brother's Reuven. He goes and he marries her. What will be the din? Tanu Rabbanana Ba'al Leah. What's going to be the matzah? Rashi says, "B'chayi ishto," while his wife's still alive. Chayiv. So we can see a machlokas here between Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Shimon. All right. So number one, we see is Rabbi Yosi. Chayiv aleh mishum eishes ach umishum achos isha. Ooh, he's in some trouble now. He's chayiv for number one eishes ach because Shimon just married his brother's. Uh, wife, who he wasn't allowed to marry, right, because he's married to the sister. And he ended up marrying, and it's called a Chosisha also. Rashi makes mention again that if Rachel is potter to do Yibam by Shimon, right, because uh, Reuven dies, now Rachel's on the market now, but she's potter, she becomes like one who has children where the Eser Veshesach has been removed. As Rashi says, the Harachmana patra mi Yibam v'kama alea kemi sheyesh lobanam. It's a situation like she has children over there. Okay, that is a divrei Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shimon Omer, he says differently. Rabbi Shimon says, no, no, no. Eino chayiv elamishom eishas ach belvad. He's only chayiv eishas ach. Says Rashi, kidemuki time of the command. Like we're going to explain the reasoning of why that is right now. Okay, so now says the Gemara, I, you're telling me that Rabbi Shimon says that you're going to be chayiv only for eishas ach. But we have another Bryce that says Rabbi Shimon says you're only chayv for achosisha. Vatanya we learned in a Bryce. Rabbi Shimon Omer Eno chayv el mishum achosisha bilvad. That's the only one who's going to be chayv. Says Gemara, don't worry about a low kasha. We've seen Rabbi Shimon shita earlier in the Masechta of Ein Iser Chal Al Iser. So let's play this out. Low kasha. Can over here when the, when the Bryce says that you're chayv for Eishes Isha. Right, which was the, which was the one that we just said right now, the second one. What's the case there? That's when Shimon had married Leah before Ruvain married Rachel. In such a case, if Shimon married Leah first, then Leah comes into the family by marrying Ruvain. When Rachel's not yet in the family, then the Isra of Achos Isha was already in place from when Shimon got married. So we say, And that is the case when he says that you're going to be over Achos Isha because that came in before this issue of Eishasach and Enesachal Alisar. However, in the other one, in Khan, in the original one, the original. Um, in the first b'risa, that says Shimon is going to be over on Achos Isha, that's Shinasa Mace. Yeah, I'm sorry, of, of Eishas Ach. In the first b'risa, that says Shimon is going to be over on Eishas Ach, that's where Reuven got married to Rachel, and at that moment, Eishas Ach kicks in. And even when Shimon now marries Leah, Achos Isha doesn't get tacked on, since Ein Iser Chal Iser, so only Chaya for Achos Isha. And that's the cases, period.
Frech the Gemara, if that's really what you want to say, you want to try to do this little split, depending on what happens first. Rabbi Shimon, if you want to deal with the case where the Nasa Mace, the one who died, Reuven, got married first, and therefore Achos uh, Isha uh, is the only Issa that's going on now. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry, Eishas Ach. The only thing is Eishas Ach right now. Then given the iser achos isha lochayel, since there's no iser of 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 of, of the sister, so tisyavim yivume. So why isn't it that we make it that when Ruvain dies, let Shimonel marry the widow of Ruvain, even though it's his wife's sister, because the only iser you have is Yeshazach. I think it's not a great question. Ravashi comes to the rescue. Ravashi, is there a chosisha mitla tali v'koi? It's not, it's not, this doesn't exist at all. If there's an iser of Aishas ach first, it's not like the iser of Aishas of a chosisha doesn't exist. It certainly exists, rather it's hanging right behind the iser of Aishas ach. And if Epaka is Eshazach, and if the Isra of Eshazach were to be removed for some reason, then boom, Asi Isra Achos Isha V'chayel. Then the Isra of um, the, uh, the, the Achos Isha would come rushing in. Therefore, V'hilkach, excuse me, Lopaka, therefore the Isra of Eshazach was never removed. Take a look at Rashi. If you get rid of the Yisr Vishasach, then have a Chayil Yisr Achosisha. The high, the low Chayil may kara mishum taima the Yisr Vishasach. The have a koy kame only because the shach was was over there. Hilka chol ve'iser achos isha muchan ve'omed. It's it's sitting and ready to go. Lachol alep turim in a yibum lo paka. Now let's take a look back at, uh, take a step back to Rav Yossi, who was the first one over there, right? So Rav Yossi versus Rav Shimon. Rav Yossi's comment again was, is that if Shimon, who married Leah, breaks the law and he marries Rachel, then what ends up happening? He's in some trouble. Chayv and Achos Isha. Right? Which means that we're saying that there is a, uh, must be, the what? That uh, he says Rechayv in both sounds like he holds of Iser Chal Al Iser. Now the Gemara asks a question on that. Really, Vesavar Ab Yosi Iser Chal Iser. Does he really hold that? We're going to end off with no. He does not hold of that. But let's try to work it out because now it says like he sounds like he does hold of it. But now we say does he really? Um, in fact, the Gemara does he really hold of it? Vatanya. We learned in Abraisa. We learned in Abraisa. We learned in a misos. Let's say I have a case. Now what we learned that if one is over in Avera, where there are two different types of Misa, says Rashi, what does that mean? It's like a person have a relationship with his mother-in-law, and she's Aishas-ish as well. Persons with a mother-in-law, he gets srefa, gets burned to death, molten hot lead down the throat, a molten hot lead smoothie. Um, and Ishish is a chiv of chenek, right? So if let's say in such a case, um, what do we do? Nidon b'chamura. We don him with the one that's more chamor. Which Rashi points out to us is srefa. Rabbi Yossi, oh, Rabbi Yossi says, Nidon bezika harishona haba alav. Rabbi Yossi is saying that we punish him according to the first zika that comes to him, which means that if the mother-in-law was single at the time that he married the daughter, Rashi says, let's say she was still in Almana, 
then the mother-in-law gets remarried after, then it'll be chayev for mother-in-law, which is Srefa. Mother-in-law. Yeah, let's read it inside. Vitanya. And when Lieutenant Bryce, Kate said, Amar Biosi, what is he talking about? What does he say? Nido Mazika Rishona Abai. I love the first one. Chamosav and Asas Ish. Let's say she was a mother in law and then she became an Ashes Ish. That means his relationship with her was mother in law and then Ashes Ish. Nido Mechamoso. Then we go according to the Chamoso because it's the first Zika that existed. What happens though if she was really Ashes Ish, Vinasis Chamoso? At first it was Ashes Ish. The future mother in law was married and therefore he was also to be with her right now as, as just and then he married the daughter, which now makes her the mother-in-law to him. He's going to get the Ashes Ish smackdown, which is Chenek. Ashes Ish, Vanessa's Chamoso, neither be Ashes Ish. She gets donned up with Ashes Ish, says Rashi, Ve'afagav, Dekilu, even though it's more Mako. What do we see from here, though? Kum Techais, the Abyosi doesn't hold that it says Chalaliser. For if he did, then in, in a case where the mother in law was already married, she was an Ashes Ish. And now through his marriage, she becomes Chamoso, which is Srefa. We give the Chamor of the two and give Srefa. Abyosi says that we give according to the one that keeps first. Beep. Turn the page. Lamid Bays, Lamid Bays. I'm Rabbi So we're going to have one attempt now with Rabbi to answer this, which will be rejected. And then we're going to go with another one. Rabbi comes along and he says the following. I think it's good for me to say this outside. And then we'll uh, read it inside. It's a nice, delicious Rashi here, which spells everything out, but I'm going to spell it outside. Rabbi says, Really, Rabbi Vosi doesn't hold that Isser is Chal al Ah, if he doesn't hold this or this or so how do we understand the fact that he said that when this guy goes and he does this, when Shimon goes his Maritalea, he breaks the law and he takes Rachel, that this is going to be over Ashes Ach and he's going to be over Achosisha. Again, so we have Rebavo, really, he says that really, really, he doesn't hold of Isser Chal al However, there's an exception where Isser is Chal and another Isser. And that's where the second Isser extends to more people than the first one. What we call that is Isser Moser. For example, the Isser of Eishas Ach is a case of Mosif. Originally, when Lamashal, Shimon married Leah, and Rachel was single, the only Isser existed at the time was Achosisha, but Rachel was mutter the rest of the brothers. But if she now marries, she becomes an Eishasish, which is more encompassing. She is now usher to the rest of the brothers. Um, and she becomes um, Eishasach. That's called Isser Mosif. And even though Rav Yossi doesn't hold of, of Isser Chalal Isser, here is the exception. However, in a case where there's an Ashes Ish who's usher to the entire world, and now she becomes a mother-in-law, we aren't going to tack on Chamoso since that isn't Mosif. The din of Ashes Ish applies to everyone, whereas Chamoso only applies to him. So back in the Gemara, I'm Mode Raviosi Beiser Mosif. That is essentially Rashi over there. It's a delicious Rashi. I encourage you to dig in. We're going to go right there. Now we come with a bomb kasha that's going to knock away Rebbe Vo. It's going to knock his socks off. Okay, if this is really true, what you just said, then how do we deal with that which we saw in Abraisa number one? The Rabbi Yossi says, in a case where Shimon broke the law and married Rachel, right? His brother Reuven died. He married Rachel, even though Rachel is his sister-in-law, right? Meaning, meaning from his wife, his wife's sister. 
um, that you're going to be chayev for both Eishas Ach and Achos Isha. Shouldn't it depend on what happened first? Eishas Ach or Achos Isha? Again, let me spell that out, then we'll read it. If Shimon was married first, so now it's Achos Isha, that's less encompassing since she's still muttered to the brothers. And then Reuben gets married, and Eishas Ach comes into the picture, where she's us or even to the rest of the brothers now. Then we have an Isser Mosif, and now Shebichayev both. But if Ruvain married first, the older brother, in the case we set up, so Ishis Ach comes into play, which is more encompassing. And then Shimon marries, so Chos Isha comes into play. If Shimon now in relationship with Rachel after Ruvain died, then he should only be chayev for Eishasach and not for Achosisha. So why in Bryson number one did Rabbi Yossi say they're going to be chayev two without making any stipulations? This kind of messes with the Rabbi Vo's, uh approach that Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold of Isser Chalil Isser unless it's an Isser Mosif. Apparently, he does hold of Isser Chalil Isser regardless of the order or uh, Isser Mosif. Regardless of the order of Isamosif. Let me read it inside now. everything was good and dandy. If it would be that the one who's alive, you know, Shimon would go ahead and marry first. Since it became an added on shtickle to the brothers, it's he told also. But let's say it was Ruven got married first. And then the Achakim Lusachai, and then Shimon got married. Ma'isar Mosavika. What Isar Mosav is there here? The Gemara now is going to attempt a resurrection, um, attempted resurrective answer, which is going to be rejected. Says the Gemara, "V'chitem amigo de itzar bekulu achvisa." And if you want to say that, oh, I have an idea. Maybe you want to say that Ruvain married first, so now Eishasach. At the moment, though, Shimon is mutter to the rest of the sisters, right? So let's say she's married, uh, Reuven is married to Rachel, and she's a sister, let's say, Leah, as well as Aisha, Baisha, and Kaisha with a C. Okay, so now, um, and if you want to say that Reuven married first, and now you have Eishasach, at this moment, though, Shimon is mutter to the rest of the sisters, Leah, Aisha, Baisha, and Kaisha, but when Shimon marries Leah... So now Shimon becomes usher to all of the wives' sisters, including Ruvain's, right? Now also including, uh, um, you know, Ruvain's wife, including Ruvain's wife. So let's tack on the Isser of Achos Isha there as well. But really, we'll say that Ruvain's he doesn't hold of Isser Chal Isser unless it's Isser Mosef. Now let's see, inside of Chitema, it's a Mekulach Vesa. If that's, that's pretty much the whole thing. It says Gemara, nine rejection that's a long rashi there nine because hi iser kolel that's called an iser kolel that's not iser mosif that's iser kolel when shimon married leah that doesn't answer rachel who was already married to ruvain to anyone new she was already answered to shimon all that happened is the three other sisters aisha baisha and gaisha now became answered to shimon you didn't add any Yisurim to the original Isser, namely Rachel. You just included more people to the same Isser of Achos Isha. As opposed to the case where Shimon married Leah first, and Rachel was ushered to him as Achos Isha, but Motu the other brothers, and now when Uvin marries Rachel, she now becomes a Shesach, a new Isser even to Shimon. Kuntachos, what comes out of this? Revavo is wrong. So it's like we said, we see in the Bryce number one that Rav Yossi said, you'll be Chayev too. 
without making any stipulations, period. Now, what we have is, back to our original question, does Rabbi Yossi really hold that, a, that Iser is Chalal Iser? We see from the Bryce's Sanhedrin that he doesn't. Elam Rava, Rava comes in with a new answer. Really, Rabbi Yossi does not hold that Iser is Chalal Iser. He doesn't. What Rabbi Yossi meant in the first Brisa when he says you're going to be Chayev too, was that it's considered like he's over two things. Although really he's only Chayev for one. It's not that if he does this, did this some Shogeg, that he's going to be Chayev two different Chatos. Rather, as we'll see the Nafkamina is, is if he does it, it, how that impacts his Kavura. But Lamaisa, what ends is that, that Iser is, he doesn't hold that Iser is Chalal Iser. And when he says those two things, it means I'm looking at Ki'ilu as if it is. And, the rabbi, and we're going to see that Ravan says something very similar in the name of Yochanan. Ma'la aniel of Ki'ilu asashtayim. I look at it, Ki'ilu he did two, even though really he only did one. Ve'enu chayev even though, right, ve'enu chayev is he's only going to be chayev for one, though. Ve'chein ki'asa Ravan, I'm Rav Yochanan, ma'la aniel of Ki'ilu asashtayim, and I make it as if he did two, ve'enu chayev alachas, you're only going to be chayev one. Rashi points out the nafkim, which is more is now going to spell out. Now, what the bottom line is only Chayev one. So what do you mean? I look at it as if you did two, like Shkayach. So I care, you look at me. My Nafkamina, Frek the Gemara. So this is Gemara, Lekavro Bein Rishayim Gemurim. That we bury him with Rishayim Gemurim. Rashi explains that the Mishnah and Sanhedrin teaches us that there are two cemeteries for those that were killed by Bezdin. One was for the Harrigan Chenek people, and the other for the Skila and Srefa people. And they, they, they wouldn't bury a Russia next to a Tzaddik. And similarly, they wouldn't bury a Russia next to a Russia Gamar. According to Abiyosi, this guy is called a Russia Gamar, and his burial will be by those who were killed by Skila and Srefa. And that's what it means when he said that you're going to be Chayev too. It doesn't mean two, actually, it means it's only going to be one, but it's going to, because Ain Isachal Isabel will look at it as if it's two. That this person can be considered Russia Gamar. Okay, now what we're going to do is we're going back to our discussion of Yossi seemingly doesn't hold of Isser Kolel. We now see that it's actually a Machlokas. Now, we're going to build the point by bringing three Machloksim. And this is going to continue until the end of next half, Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis. But we're going to get down to the very, very bottom line. Really, we're going to make it to the top line of the next. We're going to finish this Amud right now. But it's only going to be building the question, and then we're going to go into tomorrow explaining how this actually, the Isakolo Shtikl, is a Machlokas. Three different Machloksim, and then we get to tomorrow's Bezer Hashem tomorrow. Ube Plukta de Itmar. This whole thing is really Machlokas. Itmar had said, Zar Shashimish Bashabis. First, I'm going to tell you, and then we'll read inside. We're going to see number one is a Zar Shashimish Bashabis that if a non Kohen goes ahead and he brings a carbon on Shabbos, it's talking about something like a carbon tummit, something that a Kohen would do, but now you have a Zar that does such a thing. We see Machlok's name of Chia and Bar Kapara. It's going to follow the same structure every time. Rav Chia is going to say one thing, Bar Kapara is going to say another. Rav Chia is going to jump up and say, I swear that I heard from you, that I not see like I say. Bar Kapara is going to jump and say, I swear, like you know, like I say. Each one's going to explain their opinion, and then we're going to say the next Machlok. So that's exactly the structure that's going to happen. So number one, we have Zar Shashimish for Shabbos. Let's say if a non-coin goes and he does, like, let's say, Lamashe, he does the carbon tummy on Shabbos. So 
Ravchia Omer Chayev Shtayim. Ravchia says you're going to be Chayev two things. Number one, he's going to be Chayev for a czar doing the Avoda, which is also for him to do the Avoda. And number two, for being Michal Shabbos. Oh, this is a problem. How could you do Shabbos Israel? Rashi says Chayev Beis. Beis Isurei Kachashiv. Daha Bishum Zaris. In Kan Chatas. It's a side point going on here, but the point is going to be here for it. And Bar Kapara says, no, you're going to be Chayev one. What's the one you're going to be Chayev? That is for a czar that's doing the Avoda. He jumped up and he swore, Ha'avoda, by the, by the service. It's a Lashon of Shavua. I heard from Rabbi Rashi, Rabbeinu Kaddosh, Rabbeinu Nasi. I heard that it was going to be Chayev too. Kofot Bar Kapar, but he got up and he swore, says, Ha'avoda, I swear. Kachshamatim Rabbi Achas, I heard there was one. I swear. Hitzchel Rabbi Chia Ladun. Rabbi Chia got up and he explains his logic and he says as follows. Shabbos, like Kol Nassim, Shabbos is going to, is Aser, uh, for all people to do any avoda, you know, to do any work, ain't gonna work on Saturday. Ain't gonna work on Saturday. So kishahutra b'mikdash, when he mattered in the mikdash to do certain karbanos, it's a kohanim hutcha. It was only for the kohanim that it was much to do such a thing. La kohanim hutcha v'lo but not for zayim. So yeshkan mishum zaros, yeshkan mishum shabbos is an issue of the zayim doing the avoda and of chil shabbos. He explained his logic. He says, Shabbos HaKol Nesha. Shabbos is for everyone. Because Hutra Mikdash, when they matted in the Mikdash to do Karbanos, Hutra was completely and totally uh, Hutra-sized. Rashi says, Stam. Hilkach Ein Kan El Mishum Zaros. The only issue is going to be Zaros. So Ein Kan El Mishum Zaros says the Gemara, the only answer is the fact that the Zara is doing is only going to be one. That is Machlokas number one. Machlokas number two is going to be about a Baal Shashimish Betuma. We know we're talking about over here that it's a carbon seabor, which is Docha Tuma, right? If it happens to be the majority of the Quran or Tame, then they're allowed to do that. But a Balmum, a coin Balmum can't, it's only if he's Tame that he's allowed to do it, but a Balmum's not allowed to. Um, so now we're talking about the case. If a Kohen who's a Balmum did the carbon Betuma, Rav Chia says, Balmum, Shashimish Betuma, Rav Chia, Omer Chayiv Shtayim, the same thing that we said before, that you're going to be Chayiv two things. One is two things. One is going to be doing the Avoda with a Mum, which is Aser, and the other one doing it whilst Tzameh. Bar Kapar, Omer Chayiv El Achas, only Chayiv, only one. What's the one thing you're going to be Chayiv? And that is doing the Avoda with a Mum. Now explain the logic. His chil Rabbi Rabbi Chia Ladun. He got up and he started to speak up. Tuma la Kolnesha. To do any avod in the, in the base of Migdash, but Toma is also for all the Kohanim. Kishahotra Migdash, when they matted in the base of Migdash, it's a Kohanim Tamimim Hotra. Only for Kohanim Tamimim with no mum. The Kohanim Tamimim Hotra of a lullaby mum, but not those that have any sort of mum. Rashi says that what the Ru'im Lavo, the Afinim me be Omdo Afilim Toma. Um, yeah, so so only them, but like Kohanim Tamim, whatever little about the Mumim, Yesh Kamishum Bali Mumim, Yesh Kamishum Toma, you have both these serving the pop of your Hiska by Kabarlo, and he explained his logic, Toma the Kohanatra, Toma is also for all to be involved with, and that is uh, for all the Kohanim, Kishahotra, Bimikdash, when they matted it, Hotra, they matted it entirely, Ain Khan Elim Mishum, Bal Mum, therefore the only issue you have now is Bal Mum. Zar, now we have the third Mechlok that comes up, and this is a Zar Sha'achal Malika. Again, what's that Malika? Malika. What's a Zar Shalcha Malika? It's talking about the fact when um, a person is a non Kohen is not allowed to eat. We're talking about a bird that Malika was done on it. And it's wonderful for Kohanim, but not for Zarim. 
and a czar eats it. That's the case we're talking about here. Malika is when they would take the nail and they put it in the back of the neck and they pop up, pop off the head of the bird, and um, that's something which is which is not okay to do. How do you do that? Good, right? So that's not something which is which, which is mutter to eat unless you're a coin. You have to do shchit on it. So now it says zar shalcha malika. Zar goes and eats malika. Rabbi Chia Omer Chayim Shtayim Chayim Two. Bar Kabar Omer Chayim No Chayim Vela Achas. Kafetz Rabbi Chia Vinishba Halvoda Kashmati Rabbi Shaim. Kafetz Rabbi Chia Vinishba Halvoda Kashmati Rabbi Achas. Here's Rabbi Chia Lado. He came and he explained his logic. Nevela Lakol Nesra. Nevela, which is the animals that weren't shechted properly, they are usher for everyone. Kishutu and Mikdash, when they matter in the Mikdash to do it by Malika, it's a Kohanim only for Kohanim, the Kohanim Macho of a little Zarim. Yeshkan Mishum Zaros, Yeshkan Mishum Malika. Therefore, you have an Isra over here. If a Zarim, non Kohen, goes and eats the flies over there, then they're over the Isra of Zarus and over the Isra of Malika. Um, Zar eating kachim, which is not okay, and Malika, which is uh, which is an issue of eating nevela. Hiskel uh, by and he explains nevela called an because you make the shocha einkan elam mishum zaris, and therefore they matted it entirely, and therefore the only thing you have there is zaris, and that is what you are going to be chaya for, but not for nevela. Beep, turn the page. Lama Gimel, even though we're not going to start it, but that is all the preface. This with this background, we'll see on tomorrow's daf. We're going to embark on a mission to understand the root of these machloksim, starting with Iser Kolel, which is why we started this. Okay, my friends, we're going to stop over here. When we show y'all a great, great day.